With us today is Paul Zuber. He represents the business people, the business council of New York State. And we had a discussion the other day where uh, I was talking about we lost 484,000 consumers in New York State in the last uh, 24 months. And he is concerned that we're going to start losing businesses besides. Uh, Paul Zuber, welcome to the Cats Roundtable. Well, thank you. Thank you for um, having me and having the opportunity to kind of talk to you about, you know, some of the concerns that we have at the Business Council. As you said, John, we represent uh, over 3,000 businesses. We represent small businesses all the way up to um, major companies. So we get the full kind of understanding of the market from small to big, um, every sector of the market. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of concern in the business community about, you know, what's going on in Albany and, and some of the, the things that we believe uh, folks are missing that would help business and help business grow and keep people in New York State. Well, I, I'm very much concerned because I know uh, the budget is being done this weekend, and uh, uh, I, I don't know the final results yet. And my only advice to Albany was, and, and all segments in Albany, is that everybody wants to raise taxes, everybody wants to uh, raise the budget and give more benefits, et cetera, et cetera. But who's going to be around to pay it? I look. I, I I totally agree. And and you know, there's some there's some really simple things that the the legislature could do that could you know help businesses, help create jobs. You know, businesses are still paying for COVID sick pay leave. I mean, they're they're still paying for COVID paid sick paid leave. We have a we have a not for profit in Western New York. It's cost them over a million dollars to um, pay for COVID paid sick leave. Last time I checked. The president had um, issued a uh, statement that May 8th, I believe, is going to be what they consider the end of COVID. Why do we still have, why is nobody talking about, you know, changing this law? We do have fa paid family sick leave. There's no reason. It's costing our businesses more money. Um, and, there, and there's so many more. There's unemployment insurance. You know, businesses are being hit with additional taxes through no fault of their own. Because during the pandemic, they had to close their business. And instead of doing what most states did, which is refund the uh, unemployment um, insurance fund, New York decided to spend the money on, on something else. So now our businesses are being hit with taxes that they had no – it was not, nothing that they did. They were just following mandates that the state placed on them during the, the COVID period. Um, restricting um, employees because they were non-essential uh, places of business. So these are the type of things that hurt our businesses. It frustrates people. Um, it makes New York unaffordable. Um, these are the frustrating well, things that we keep seeing. Uh, Paul, we're, we are on the brink of losing our city and our state because if 484,000 people have moved, those are the ones that pay a lot of the taxes. And now, if we're going to go after businesses, too, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, one of my main businesses is real estate. And we have the ability, we spent several billion dollars in the last five years building beautiful buildings. And we have the ability to build more. But, Paul, you know what I'm doing? 
We're building what? we're building in Florida right now because I don't know when I'm gonna spec spend the next billion. Should I spend the next billion in New York or should I spend the next billion in Florida? You know what my kids tell me? Florida dad. Florida dad. Yeah, well, you know what? It's 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 a reality, John. And it it seems as though nobody wants to understand that that's a reality, that people are literally leaving our state. They're leaving it because it's unaffordable. But it's unaffordable to me because nobody is sitting and talking to business and saying, hey, guys, how do we, how do we make this work? How do we make this more, more affordable? Somehow business has become the bad guy. And we're not the bad guy. Businesses want to grow. They want to grow their, their employees. They want to have a diverse group of employees. But, you know, no one's sitting down and talking to business about how to make uh, this work. And, you know, you see it, I see it, and there, there's article after article. There was a recent article in the Times about how African Americans are leaving, are leaving New York State. They're moving to places like Atlanta, Georgia. Why? Because it's more affordable. You know, it's not because of the minimum wage, because the minimum wage is $7.25 in, in Georgia. They're leaving because it's unaffordable. And until folks start working with business and help and, and working hand in hand, we're going to have people continue to leave. Well, you know, businesses are under attack in many, many ways. Uh, workmen's compensation insurance, uh, unemployment insurance, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, you don't know, as a businessman, I don't know if the zig or zag. And, you know, I'm getting old. I'm over 70. And, you know, I want to leave my kids in charge. But I don't want them leaving them in charge where they're in combat every day. It is combat every day. And, look, I, I, I think that there are a lot of really good, wonderful, hardworking legislators. So I don't mean this to be, you know, an attack uh, solely on the legislature, but there is a group of legislators who have only one thing on their mind. It's it's like attack business, attack business, attack business, attack business, as if business is the culprit, right? And, and then, you know, what people have to understand is the world's changed since COVID, right? You know, we, you know, and I've been around long enough, you used to go to the office all the time. That was, that was how you did business. You don't need to do that anymore. You can Zoom. You can do different things. And when you're telling business that they're not welcome, then it's very easy for them to go someplace else. They can and go that's to, a problem. Yes, they can go to North Carolina. They can go to Tennessee, which is down, down the block from, from us, uh, as you can say. And they can fly into New York two days a week and do their business if they have to. Exactly, and that's and that's what a lot of and that's what a lot of people are doing. It, it's a migration. It's a migration out, and it becomes very easy. And people have to understand that whole that whole dynamic um, that happened during COVID is changing the world, and we have to keep up with this change. We have to make this a place that people want to live and do business. We got to make you know, it a friendly place. You know, I'm telling uh, Governor Hochul that. I'm coming. I'm telling uh, uh, the Attorney General Tish James that. Uh, Hasty, who's a very nice guy, I know him uh, for the State Assembly. I'm telling the uh, Mike Janaris, who uh, helps run, uh, who I know very well. I went to his wedding uh, on uh, the State Senate. I don't know Stuart Cousins mm -hmm. at all. 
But I'm telling them all, I don't want to lose our city. I don't want to lose our state. And, and I'm telling you, I'm crying. I got an extra block, box of Kleenex for our city and our state. Me, I'm going to I'm going to survive. But you know, and, and I don't want to leave New York. I'm right there with you. Um, I don't want to leave New York. I love New York, but it's getting harder and harder. Um, to be in New York, um, you know, again, like you, you hit the nail on the head, something as simple as unemployment insurance. Yes. I mean, how, how can we not fix that? 35 states have fixed the unemployment insurance debt. Again, that is not, it'd be one thing if it was business's fault for, for, you know, the unemployment insurance, but it wasn't. They did what they were told to do by the state government. Shut down your business because you're a non-essential business. They shut down their business. People had to go get unemployment. It wasn't their fault. Now they're getting stuck with the bill. And that's not fair. And that's something that makes people not want to do business or open businesses in New York. Number one, let's stop the bleeding. Let's tell all our senior uh, people that run our, our city and our state, let's stop the bleeding. And then let's figure out how we bring the people back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, John, I I think one of the issues that I've kind of noticed over the years, and again, you know, you you named some people who I think are wonderful people. Carl Hasty is one of the, the one of the best legislators I know. I do know Andrew Stewart cousin. She's wonderful. Tish James. But we all need to I love them. I believe me. I I I love Tish James. I love Governor Hochul. But we I love them all. But but I you know, all. I went to Mike Janaris's wedding. I, I, I love Hasty. He's a Star Trek uh, fan and me and him had a good discussion yeah. on it. But yeah, we gotta bring we gotta stop the bleeding and bring the people. We back. gotta stop and we gotta be willing to sit down and talk to everybody and get the minds in a room who know and can tell people what is going on. You know, one of the things real quick, and, and I know we got some other issues that I want to I want to talk about, but, you know, we have a gentleman in our office who is our human resource director. He gets about 300 people on a webinar every month, small businesses who are there strictly to understand what the heck the state had just has just done to them in terms of mandates, because the small businesses don't know. They don't have human resource departments, but all they know is they get getting hit with mandate after mandate after mandate after mandate. And again, if you're not going to make it business friendly, people aren't going to open businesses. That means people aren't going to get jobs. That means people are going to leave the state. And that's what we're, we're fighting for Paul, at the Business Council. Paul Zuber, Business Council, New York State, New York City, thank you so much for coming on. And I pray for our city. I pray for our state. And we'll talk again real soon. All right. Thank you, John, and have a great day. Thank you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.